Hi, I'm Danny Simon, and I lead the New Life Fellowship Church here at Manipal. I'm so glad that you tuned in with us today to listen to our audio podcast. Do subscribe so that you can tune in every week. You know, I believe that a spoken word can change lives, and my prayer and my hope is that as you listen to today's message, it will change your life as you know it. Enjoy the message. All right, so it's good. So it's so good, you know, to be in the presence of God this morning. All right, and um, we are in the midst of this series. Okay, I wouldn't say the midst. I would say probably you know part two of series or week two of the series that we started off last week. How many of you remember the title of the series that we're doing? I know you'll forget it, so we've I think we've got it up on screen. All right, we've started a new series last week, and which we've entitled as "Losing to Win." and if you remember last week i said you know this may not be a very exciting series for you this is probably a series that you wouldn't want to look back and you're kind of hoping that man this is not something i wish i would have to deal with in my own life all right but losing to win because here's why you know this title is very a little i think it's a little um, not so catchy because we are often using to the concept of winning we're often used to the concept of being successful you know being on the top or being you know on the top of wherever you know the area or the field you know which you're looking to be a top of none of us want to be um below average none of us want to be you know at the bottom all of us want to be in a place where we want to win yes or no we looked at this call concept last week and i just want to quickly recap you know a few things that we looked at last week and then pick up from there all right if you remember we were looking at the conversation that was taking place between peter and jesus all right i don't have the scriptures up on screen so i'm just going to give you a quick screenshot of you know what we did last week all right we were looking at this conversation that was happening between peter and jesus and like i said last week jesus when he brought this whole concept of losing when he brought this whole concept he didn't have a fancy introduction he didn't have you know like okay man this is how things are and then he gives you know the principle now he just brings it out straight up with the disciples and that's why you know we also decided that we're not going to do a fancy introduction we're going straight into it just like jesus went to it and jesus and peter while they were having this conversation jesus asked peter this question you remember the question okay he asked them who do you say i am Jesus asked Peter and the rest of the disciples who do you say I am and Peter responds you know he's saying we know who you are you're the son of the living god and if you remember the conversation that took place you know Jesus says yes you're right and then he goes on to explain to Peter you know about what Jesus the son of god had to go through he explained about you know the the arrest that was going to take place the crucifixion that was going to take place he explained about the suffering and all of those things and the fact that he would have to die at this point to which you know when when jesus was explaining or let me put it this way he was preparing the disciples you know for what was going to happen in the days to come if you remember you know peter who was struggling who suddenly you know was not very happy or not very you know at peace you know what what jesus was explaining he suddenly comes up to jesus and if you remember he pulls jesus aside and he starts to rebuke him all right i mean imagining rebuking jesus have you ever rebuked jesus I mean if you're a disciple i think maybe sometimes you would right but peter is rebuking jesus and i'm assuming like i said last week i'm assuming that you know the conversation that was happening between jesus and peter peter was probably rebuking him by saying jesus what are you talking about i don't think this is going to happen jesus 
all right you're the king of kings you're the lord of lords you're the promised messiah that was prophesied in the old testament about who would come into this place and now you're saying that you have to die no jesus i don't think this is going to happen and here he is going on and and you know jesus immediately you know his response to that whole thing was you remember he 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 pulls back i mean remember peter had pulled jesus aside jesus comes back he looks at the disciples he looks back at peter and i'm assuming he looked back at peter because he looks at peter and he says get behind me satan he says straight up he rebukes peter and he says get behind me satan you have in mind the things of god i mean things of man and not the things of god all right but what follows you know is an interesting statement and that's why i want you to just look at the statement that Jesus goes on to say all right after he rebukes Peter Mark's gospel chapter 8 verse 34 to 35 he says when he had called the people to himself Jesus called the people to himself with his disciples also and he said to them whoever desires to come after me let him deny himself take up his cross and follow me for whoever desires to save his life will lose it and whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it Here is when Jesus brings this concept. He brings this concept that listen, you've got to lose. You've got to lose. And and you know, like we looked at last week if you remember, you know, we looked at this whole concept that listen, when it comes to following Jesus Christ, it comes with a cost. And there are things that you know we are holding on to probably that so close to us that so dear to us there could be relationships that we are closing holding on close to there could be you know things that we are holding on close to and Jesus is saying listen if you are going to be following me there are things that you're going to have to lose out on you're going to have to say no to a few relationships you're going to have to say no you know to a few things in your life and it will come at a price and you cannot just simply follow me And many times you know we come to Jesus we thinking that man if I come to Jesus I'm going to be a winner and you know I'm I'm going to win things in life and I'm going to you know enjoy life as a whole and he Jesus is you know flipping up the entire context here and he's saying listen no if you're going to have to follow me if you're going to be my disciple there are things that you will have to lose And we looked at you know the principle the principle if you remember that we looked at last week all right I th- I've got it up there right Winning something significant involves choosing to lose something else. Winning something significant. If you want to be a winner in your life, you know that you're going to have to lose out on certain things. If you remember, you know, we looked at last week about the whole concept of athletes, right? If you want to be, you know, if those athletes, you know, who are competing for gold maybe in the Olympics or you know, wherever they are topping to compete with, what do they have to lose? They have to lose calories. they lose out on you know the sleep that they could possibly have they could they would have to lose out on the parties and the food and everything that they could possibly be enjoying why because they know that if they lose those things right now they would become a winner at the time that they were supposed to win winning something significant often involves losing out on certain things that you might actually be holding on close to and jesus is saying this listen if you want to be my follower there are things that you're going to have to lose out on and you have to be ready to lose out on those things if you remember you know we looked at peter very closely last week and peter you know like i said when jesus was preparing the whole fact that listen you might have to lose because listen i'm going to be arrested i'm going to die on a cross and you know i'll be resurrected on the third day peter was struggling with this whole issue why because you know we need to understand at that time peter was very very comfortable in his relationship with jesus he was 
I mean, here's this fisherman. You remember Peter's story? He was a fisherman who Jesus, you know, one day met him and he said, you know, come follow me. He left everything and he started following Jesus. Jesus was doing miracles at the time. He was, you know, healing miracles and he was doing deliverances. He was doing a lot of things. And Jesus was becoming a little bit of popularity that was going on. You know, like I said last week, you know, man, if he was on Instagram, I'm sure he had the blue tick on. All right. And I'm sure he probably had, I don't know, 2.53 million followers. I don't know. And I'm imagining, I'm assuming that, you know, because the disciples were always with him, he was always walking with them. What do you think was happening to the disciples? They were also probably becoming popular. Probably, you know, I don't know, Peter and, I mean, we've seen this earlier, you know, there was a lot of comparison, there was a lot of competition, you know, that was happening between the disciples. Who's the greatest disciple going to be? So I'm sure if they had Instagram accounts, they were probably looking, listen, I've got 200k followers. You've got only 300. I've got 500. I'm sure there was this competition that was going on and they were becoming popular. And suddenly when Jesus comes into the picture and he says, listen, you're going to have to go through this loss because I'm going to die. Peter was not ready for it. He had come to a place where he was not willing to ready to lose out on what he had with Jesus at that time to go to where Jesus had asked him to go. But like we looked at last week and that's where we stopped with last week. Jesus knew that this loss, the, you know, whatever popularity that they probably had, they were going to be arrested. They had to be going through a period of rejection and pain and suffering and sorrow and all of those things. He knew that if that had not happened, they would never gain something that was more significant for them in their lives. This is what we looked at last week, okay? And if you remember the question that I wanted you, all of you to wrestle with, you know, right through, you know, right from starting from next last week and right through this whole series, the question that I want you to all wrestle with at this is one, this one question. What is it that you're willing to lose? That you're possibly holding on to. Maybe there's a relationship. Maybe there are things that you're holding on to. What is it that you are refusing to let go of? Or what do you choose to lose so that you can gain something significant at the end of the day? And that's something that I want us to keep thinking about right through this whole series. And here's what, you know, the principle that I don't want us to miss when Jesus was trying to say. Jesus was saying, listen, if you lose out for me, if you lose out for my sake, if there are things that you're going to go through because of me, you only stand to gain. You only stand to gain. And what I want to do today, you know, is basically just want to look at, you know, one very specific thing and give you, you know, two or three reasons behind that. But what was Jesus really trying to say to Peter and the disciples? What were they going to gain if they went through this loss of popularity and everything because Jesus was not going to be with them at that point of time? You know, uh, a couple of months back, okay, um, okay, a couple of months back, um, if you know me well, okay, I've always been into computer games, all right, um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably thinking, yeah, but you're the pastor, yes, your pastor is into computer games, all right, I like to sit and play computer games, and if you're a gamer, anything like me, you know that, you know, there are intense games where you're so focused on, and you want to make sure that you don't miss out on that game so that you win, you know, the end of the thing right so this one evening you know i was sitting at home and i was just playing this whole game thing and you know my boys had gone to school and um, 
you know i realized okay it was time to go down and pick them up okay so the bus was coming so i paused the game okay it was an intense moment in the game i paused it right there went out picked up my boys you know uh, from the bus stop brought them back home all right and got them home and then slowly you know i just sneaked out and i went back into the game because it was an intense moment i hope you get what i'm saying okay it was really intense okay i had to be there to see what was going to happen all right and i remember i'll not forget you know anu you know wife she 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 sees you know that i've i've moved out of the picture all right she she comes into my room and she's like what are you doing said i didn't even listen i didn't even know that she had come in okay because i was so so you know into that the same i don't know if you understand what i'm talking about i know i know you're thinking you're the pastor i mean i know okay all right so i'm into this game and she comes in and she's like looking at me and she's like what what, what are you doing and suddenly you know i'm like you know what do you think i'm doing i'm can you see what i'm doing i mean is that so not so obvious you know and then she she says when if you if you start doing this and this is exactly what she said if you start doing this the boys are going to pick up from you and when they come back from school this is what they're going to do they're going to sit in front of the tv and you shouldn't be doing this all right and when she said that she just said that and she left from the room and i don't know how many of you will understand this but if you're married there are times you better listen you know to what your spouse is saying okay and she just walks out and you know i'm like looking at the game and intense okay intense moment it's just few minutes a few seconds away from you know victory and you know whatever you know the next level or the score or whatever and i remember realization just hit me so hard all right the game that was paused i just quit it all right if you computer gamers are here you're listening you're like what you know i know it's 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 painful yeah i mean we gamers we understand what we have to quit sometimes but i just quit the game i didn't even pause it i just quit the game i closed it up and i went out all right to where my boys were we were sitting down on the dining table we sat we had coffee together we had snacks i'm asking them about their school and you know what i realized at that point of time is that because i chose to quit out on something that i was really enjoying doing i was able to come back and i was able to gain a deeper more meaningful kind of a relationship with my children Here's what I believe Jesus was trying to communicate when he was strong into Peter and the disciples. If you stand to lose now, what do you think is great? What do you think is amazing at this point of time? If you're willing to give this up right now. Here's what Jesus was trying to say to the disciples. You're going to experience a greater and a deeper relationship with your heavenly Father. you're going to experience a deeper and a more meaningful relationship with your heavenly father here's one thing i realized that day listen i had to give up on something that i enjoyed i had to lose out on something that i thought man was something that was good for me simply to gain something that was much better that was much more meaningful with my children as a earthly father how much more do you think that jesus would want you know for us to experience a deeper and a more meaningful relationship with our heavenly father simply if you are ready to give up on certain things that you enjoy and that you're holding on so close to see here's here's what i don't want us to lose out on we choose to lose now i've got it up on the screen you we choose to lose now to move into the next level of our relationship with him we choose to lose now it's not that man you you you're like without an option no you have the option to either lose out or hold on to it 
but we choose to lose now so that we can move into the next level of our relationship with our father i want you to think about jesus jesus knew at that point of time that listen if i don't go through the crucifixion you for you all of us you know even today for the disciples back then you know for all of us we would never move into another level of relationship with our father do you know why why that was there all right i want you to think about peter peter and the disciples knew god as god isn't that true they knew the god of the old testament they knew that man this is a god who has commandments he had given to the you know the prophet moses he had given you know the prophets and the prophecies and all of those things they knew god as god but the only way that they were going to experience this god as their own heavenly father was when jesus would go through the sacrifice that he had to go through upon that cross today we share a relationship with god not as god but as a heavenly father why because of the sacrifice of that jesus went up on that cross for the reason today we can look at god and say that man he's not just god to me he's my heavenly father he's your heavenly father is because of what jesus christ went upon that cross he went through that whole process of crucifixion he rose again he went back ascended up into heaven and he fulfilled you know every old testament law that had to be fulfilled so that we can today share a joyful and a deeper and a let let get this a more meaningful relationship with god as a heavenly father and that is exactly what jesus was trying to communicate that listen if you have to go into the next level you're going to have to decide to lose certain things today when i when you look at peter here he was struggling very satisfied with his relationship with jesus why because he's becoming popular okay and i don't know if you remember okay peter was a fisherman all right i don't know you know i'm assuming you know the fisherman status was something similar to you know what they had back in the day that's it to now do you think we give any status to the fishermen of our day today do you think there's any status for them okay i'm just saying you know i mean i mean it's it's difficult to think about this so here was peter who was just an ordinary fisherman suddenly now there are people who are looking up to him suddenly there are people who are respecting him you know when he walks down man man that's peter he walks with jesus he's a disciple of jesus and there was this kind of you know respect that he had gained with the crowd that was following them and suddenly when he realized that man jesus is going to die man he didn't want to give up that respect he didn't want to lose out on that popularity you know jesus said man the son of man must be rejected he's like man people are accepting me now they have never seen this kind of respect you know from the people when i was just an ordinary fisherman now people are respecting me now people are you know looking up to me i don't want to go back to where you know where i used to be and now you're telling me that i might have to even be rejected because i have been a follower hello jesus i don't think i'm ready for that Peter was going through the struggle and that's why he came into a place where he started rebuking Jesus and saying Jesus ah, ha, 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 this is not going to happen listen i'm not ready to give up get this i'm not ready to lose what i have right now just because you're saying i'm going to have a greater gain tomorrow i don't think i'm ready for that and i'm thinking isn't it true that even in our lives there are there are things that we hold on to so closely there are relationships that we hold on to so closely that we are not ready to give them up simply because it's so attached or we're so attached to one of those things that we think that man if i give this up now 
you're saying that i might go into another level i'm not sure i'm ready for another level what if i just lose all of this and everything that i've ever had and held on to in my life is never going to come back to me so i'm going to give you you know what i believe three reasons okay looking at the life of peter three reasons why we find it difficult to let go of what we are holding on to all right here's reason number 1 pride okay pride i believe and i think pride is often a factor why people find it difficult to let go of what they have all right now why do i say you know pride is very difficult you know pride is a reason why people find it difficult to let go okay maybe there are people who worked so hard you know for what they got right now they worked hard and you know man they were nobodies and they had nothing you know when they started off with and they've really worked hard they put in all the efforts they put in all the time and the energy that they needed they put money in and they have today what they have simply of the fact that they went through all of that hard work and efforts to get to where they are so now suddenly man this is pride about themselves listen i've worked hard to get to where i am i worked hard to you know reach where i am and i'm not sure you know you're telling me that listen to go higher i've got to let go of whatever i worked up to i don't think i'm ready to give up whatever i worked hard for okay there are people you know they find pride in the fact of letting go because man everything around them is so good right now they're in a place of comfort everything is perfect and you know it's in its place and everything seems to be working out really well and suddenly you know when you tell them listen you've got to let go if you want to go up higher or you want to go into the next level they're like ah ha 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 man everything is so good right now you're telling me i have to let go of or give up on all of these things <laughs> no way there's this element of pride that comes in and says that man i'm not good where i am man Do you know where I was a couple of years back? I was nowhere. I was nobody and today I'm somebody. And man, I, if you go through what I went through, you wouldn't give up, you know what I have right now. There's this element of pride that comes in and I believe, you know, Peter had a little bit of that. Okay, like I said earlier, man, he was a fisherman. Okay, Instagram account, how many followers? 10. One of his wife, one of his, you know, two of his children. I mean, I don't know how many kids he had, okay? and three of them maybe were his relatives i mean 10 followers now it's like you know 300 and 400k followers why because he's been following jesus he's been walking with jesus he's been talking with jesus okay there are things you know jesus told them to do they went and did a few miracles themselves you know here and there suddenly he is this you know popular figure guy okay he's close to probably getting you know a blue tick on his instagram account i'm just saying all right all of those things and suddenly jesus is saying listen guys i'm going to die and everything that you have right now you're going to lose all your followers are going to reject you all your followers are going to hate you they're just going to walk away from you you will be you know put on the this thing because you're my follower i'm good where i am i'm somebody today jesus because i've been following you i'm somebody today i have this position i have this title i have all of these things you know that i'm holding on to and i'm not sure i want to let go of any of those things and can i tell you this some of us we hold on to our titles some of us you know we hold on to you know man i'm doing this exclusive degree or i'm doing this and you know one day i'll be popular and one day i'll be famous you know for everything that i have and everything that you know i've been working hard for 
You know the problem with holding on to pride is? You know the problem with holding on to pride is? One day, everything. You ready for this? Okay, it's not so good news this morning. I know. May not be very encouraging either. Okay, everything that you're holding on to because of your pride is going to go crashing and burning at one point in your life. It's going to crash and burn. It's going to completely come tumbling down. Everything that you think you've been building up. How many of you played the game Jenga? You played the game of Jenga. You know what Jenga is? Jenga is like you know building blocks up, 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 and you're going to pull out some things. Okay, and the whole challenge of this game is basically to keep that tower up, going up straight up, straight up. And you know, if you pull out, and if the whole thing comes tumbling down, you lost. One by one, things are going to be pulling out, and one day that tower that you've been building up so much is going to come tumbling down, and you just look at it and you wonder, oh man, what happened? I was really, you know, prideful about all of these things. I have things comfortable. I have things going on in my life. Everything is gone. You know, here's what here's what Solomon says. Okay, Proverbs 16 verse 18. Here's what he says: First pride, then the. Come on, read it. First pride, then the. Then the crash. First pride, then the crash. The bigger the ego, the harder the fall. The bigger the ego. I mean, ego. How many have heard of that word? Okay, ego comes attached with pride. I think it's like a one-letter word. You know, I mean, one word, pride ego. Okay, it's no difference between the two. If you have pride, you have ego. The bigger your ego, the bigger the crash. Can I tell you this, church, this morning? There's nothing in this world that you can hold on to. Absolutely nothing. Your degree. your relationship the people that you know the influence that you have anything and everything that you've taken pride in the wealth or the money that you have anything that you're holding on to and you're saying man i'm prideful about this thing in my life i'm prideful about my relationship okay man i have a great relationship going on with my parents with my friends with whatever it is that you're holding on to in this world can i tell you this one day you'll have to say goodbye to those things you remember job In the Bible, you remember Job in the Bible. You know what he said? Job's Gospel. I mean, not Job's Gospel. Job chapter one verse twenty-one. Here's what he said. Okay, and he said, Job said, "Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Lord gave, the Lord took away. Blessed be the name of the Lord." And church, here's what I want you to recognize from this statement. everything that you have everything that you have every relationship that you have whether it's blessed whether it's i don't know cursed whatever you want to call it you need to understand it's god who's given it to you nothing that you have in this world has come because of what you've done nothing if you're saying that listen i have what i have because i worked hard for it I've I've given my efforts I've given my energy I've put everything that I've had you know what I wanted to do and that's the reason I have what I have today all right I'm not trying to don't get me wrong I'm not trying to minimize you know hard work and efforts and things like that okay because the whole principle of sowing and reaping is there what you sow is what you will reap that is it 
if you put in hard work you will get the result it's not like you know you just sit down one day imagine you know your exams are coming and man man i'm just going to pray i'm going to pray and i'm going to pray and pray and you don't study for your exams guess what's going to happen okay are we still here did i sleep in my message no did you sleep in my message if you don't study for the exams what's going to happen are you going to pass so young people talk to me we forgotten we have gave up exams you know long 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 time ago do you think you're going to pass hello you're going to pass and you can see man i sat up all night in prayer and i've prayed and i you know why didn't god allow me to pass hello if you don't work for what you're supposed to do if you don't know do what you're supposed to do you're not going to make it all right that's that there is a principle of sowing and reaping but i want you to understand this i want you to understand this okay don't don't miss this the reason if you have passed your exam the reason if you have got good success or the reason if you have got good results in your life is not because simply because of the hard work that you have done can i say that again pay attention pay attention he he will cry don't don't move over okay he's fine relax just because you put in your hard work just because you put in your efforts is not the only sole reason that you've got good success or whatever or you've passed your exam for that matter what am i trying to say the reason you have good success the reason that you're able to see something in your life is because god decided to give it to you let me just you know this whole principle of sowing and reaping how many people do you know that has put in probably more hard work than you have put in they put in you know more efforts and more energy and more time into the stuff that they are supposed to be doing and they've done it more diligently than what you have and still not experience success and you know those people who have failed miserably even though they are putting and you're wondering why are they not able to see the breakthrough why are they not able to see success despite you know the work that they they worked harder than i have and i've been seeing results in my own life how many of you know people like that you get what i'm saying see it's not over every time about the hard work and the efforts and the diligence that you put into your work and you saying that listen i have results because of what i've done no the reason you have results i want you to get this church is because god has decided that listen i'm going to bless you with it that's why job is saying here very openly he's saying listen it's the lord who gave me it's god who's given me what i have my relationships if it's good it's because god opened the doors for it i have results in my life because god opened the results in my life i have you know seen success in my life it's because god chose to do that it's because of the blessing of god that i have what i have in my life and can i tell you this when you get this principle inside of your mind when you get this principle inside of your heart every pride factor that you're holding on to with whatever you have in your life immediately goes away why because man anything that i have today is not because of me it's because of what god has done in my life it brings you to a place where you humble yourself and you say that listen it's not just about the work that i have done are you getting this church the reason why some people find it difficult to let go is because they have not embraced this principle they think that man it's about what i do it's about more hard work and it's about more efforts and more energy and more of these things there are people i'm telling you come into a place of depression anxiety and worry simply because they think that man if i don't put in the work i'm not going to see my results there is a part you have to play agree but when you realize that success comes from the lord and not just in about what i do there is a releasing factor that comes into your life 
from all the anxiety and every stress that you go through because you've given your success into the hands of the Lord. So one reason why people hold on to what they have is because of the pride that they're holding on to. But we've got to learn to let go of pride knowing that he's the one who's in control. Here's number two, fear. It really comes down to this. Okay. You've got to let go to go up. You've got to let go to gain something more significant. But let's come down to this. I'm scared to let go of what I have. Because man, I'm holding on to these things for my dear life. And I'm not sure, man, if I let go of these things, I will be able to see all of those things. What if it does not happen? Have you ever asked the question in your life, what if? Okay, what if? Okay, okay, I'll let go, but what if? Fear often holds many people back from letting go of what they have because they're not sure what the future looks like for them. And I want to ask you this question this morning, church. What if you chose to let go of what you have? You chose to let go of those relationships that you have. And you come into a place where you're telling the Lord, Lord, I'm giving everything of my life into your hands, into your care and into your control. What do you think will happen? If you came into a place where you're choosing to let go of what you're holding on to and saying, I'm just willing to let go of that and I'm going to give everything of my life into the hands of the Lord, what's going to happen to you? What do you think is going to happen to you? And I'm thinking, maybe Peter had that fear too. Man, I have this position. People respect me. What if, you know, I choose to let go of all of that? What if people reject me? What if people, you know, start talking behind my back and start people, you know, start putting me down, you know, because of the fact that I've let go of what I have? What's going to happen to me in my life? And can I tell you this, church? Fear of the future is something that holds people back. And you know what the problem with fear is? Fear tends to have control over our lives. If you're holding back because of fear, if you're holding back saying that I'm scared, you know, if I let go of that, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, what they will say to me, what they will, you know, think about me. And if you're going to carry all of those feelings in your heart, you know what that's going to do to you? It will control your life and you will not be able to move or freely operate in how God wants you to operate and move freely in. Does it make sense? All right. Because here's what I want us to understand. Real freedom is in choosing who controls you. Can I say that statement again? Real freedom. If you want to be free, you want to, you know, be free, not be controlled by anybody. Real freedom is in choosing who controls you. Because let's be honest. Let's be frank this morning. We are controlled by so many things. We're controlled by guilt. We're controlled by shame. We're controlled by worry. We're controlled by a lot of these things. We're controlled about, you know, what people think about us. Isn't that true? The reason, you know, sometimes you refuse or you're, you know, not willing to do certain things is because if you do that, people might think bad about you. Hello? It controls you. It does. But real freedom is about choosing 
who controls you and can i tell you this church this morning important principle to grasp if you are willing to let go of your care and your control about who controls you into the hands of our lord and savior jesus christ you will find true freedom because what did jesus say i came so that you might have freedom i came so that you might have life and you might have life in abundance the truth you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free who's the truth jesus christ when you choose to say that listen lord my life is not in my hands and i don't know what the future looks like i don't know what the future is holding for me but i'm choosing to take my life put it into your hands into your care into your control despite what people think people might think i'm crazy people might think man i'm not doing the right thing and i'm doing foolishness and all of those things but i'm willing to put my life into your hands can i tell you you will experience the freedom that you've never experienced before you will experience a peace that you have never experienced before you will be free from anxiety you will be free from stress you will be free from so many things because man you've given it into the hands of your savior who loves you and who cares you for you so much here's a question i want to ask you what are you afraid of what are you holding on to that you're simply afraid to give up is this fear that's holding you back is this fear man is it your finances man are you you know fearing about your career are you fearing about your finances what's holding you back from giving it all into the hands of the ones who's created you and who loves you so much what's holding you back let it go and let god work in your life you know this morning maybe some of you are thinking man I get what you're saying pastor but I don't know what you know I'm holding on to can I tell you one of the best prayers that you can do is to ask the lord lord show me what is the areas in my life that I'm still holding on to that I am still wanting to be in control I'm not willing to let go show me those areas and lord give me the grace to let go of these things and let it into your hands so that lord I can let go and you can start working in my life what is it that you're scared to let go of so two things that we've looked at pride is one reason why people hold on and you know don't want to let go number 2 is fear and here's number 3 worry all right worry we worry all the time and i'm thinking peter might have been worried anxious and what's going to happen all right how are things going to be you know when jesus leaves i mean can you imagine the situation jesus has been with them you know for 3 3 and a half years and now suddenly jesus is going to go away peter would have been thinking man what's my life going to be like i've left everything you know to follow jesus christ what's my life going to look like after this how's my life going to be man he would have maybe you know been worried about what his life was going to be like in the time to come okay here's a statement that i want to make that i want you to you know if possibly remember for the rest of your lives you ready okay i've got it up on the screen god has a stronger grip on you than you have on him can i say that again god has a stronger grip on you than you have on him all right let me let me see if i can explain that um remember i told you earlier you know my my boys take the school bus and they 
you know i got to pick them up you know from below our apartment okay um in order you know in the mornings you know in order for uh, to catch the school bus we've got to cross the road all right we've got to cross the road every morning all right and you know most of the time not most of the time almost every time all right i always hold on to you know my boy's hands when we are ever crossing the road especially you know my younger son all right i hold on to his hand he he you know he, as before he just moves out he looks for my hand he just puts his hand out and i put my hand out and you know we we just grab our hands and i'm always holding on to his hand as we cross the road you know to catch the bus which comes on the other side of the road sometimes you know what happens as soon as we cross the road and we we might not completely cross the road we might be like you know almost reaching the other side of the road you know what he does he suddenly tries to wiggle his hand out of my hand okay why because he wants to be free you know like this is like you know okay man we've reached i don't need your help anymore kinds and you know he kind of try to pull his hand out from my hand so that he can walk freely and you know what i do every single time when i realize that man we have not crossed the road you know what i do i hold his hand tighter i grip his hand even more tighter so that he doesn't wiggle out even though he feels like man i think i can got this i got this dad i got this okay you can let go of me i hold on to his hand even though he feels like letting go and he feels like man i can handle this on my own can i tell you this church every single time you feel like man i think god's let go of me can i tell you the grip that god has on you is much more stronger than the grip that you have on him he is not going to let you go just like that he is not going to let you go so that man you think that man okay man my life is gone now i don't know where i'm going to he's got his grip on you much stronger than you have your grip on him he is never going to let you go and just be an orphan and just be walking alone like that he is never going to let you go like that he cares for you he loves you so much that he's holding on to you even though you feel like man i think he's you know let go of me he's not he's not i'm a loving father i will not let go of my son's hand till i make sure that he's safe on to the other side why would our heavenly father let go of you if he feels that man you're still not safe and you have not reached the other side that he wants you to reach out are you getting this church God's got a stronger grip on you than you have on him. And guess what? He's never going to let you go. Once you hold on to the Lord, here's what I want us to understand. When you fall, he'll pick you up. When you're hurting, he'll come and comfort you. When you know when when you think that you're weak you cannot move forward he's going to keep strengthening you in every area of your life till he knows that you're strong enough and even then he's not going to let you go you know here's this what paul writes in the book of philippians philippians 1:6 says what he says and i'm sure that god who began the good work within you will keep right on helping you grow in his grace until his task within you is finally finished on that day when jesus christ returns you know when he might let go of you he might till the day jesus christ returns 
just as i wouldn't let go of my son you know till i was making sure that he's safely on to the other side even though he wanted to wiggle out i held on to him our heavenly father holds on to us so strongly and so tightly so that we are safe in every single moment of our lives and that is why church that is why we don't have to worry about letting go of what we have today this is why we don't have to worry about man man if god says listen you got to let go of that you've got to give up these things you got to give up these habits you got to give up you know these some of these things so that you can move into the next level of your relationship with lord your heavenly father listen church i want you to get this you don't have to worry about what's going to happen if you let go why because god's got a grip on you and that he's never going to let go of that grip that he has on your life or mine you see if we want to see true victory in our lives if we want to learn to win in our lives we're going to have to learn to let go we're going to have to you know let go of the things that we've been holding on to the stuff that you love the relationships that you're holding on to and i don't know what you know god is asking of you this morning maybe god is already revealing certain things in your life that you know that you have to give it up but you're not willing to give it up simply because you've been so secure and you've been so comfortable in that place and god is saying listen will you give up so that you can go into another level of relationship with me will you give up those relationships so that you can get into a better relationship with me will you give up on those things those habits those things that you've been you know so preoccupied with and god has been telling you to give those things up but you've not been willing to do that this morning I want to challenge each and every one of you. What is it that you're scared of? Are you having the fear that man if you let go of these things you don't know what's the future going to look like? Is that what holding you back? Is it a pride that man you put in so much hard work, you've got so many efforts that you put in that you're holding on to these things because of the pride that you're carrying that you've worked hard to reach where you are? Or is it because simply because you're worried and you're tensed and you don't know, you know what's going to happen and you're just, you know, stiff and plainly worried and scared about what's going to happen in the future? what is it that is holding us back as a church to move forward into the next level like i said you know the side title of the series is called losing to win when you learn to lose when you learn to give up those things that you're supposed to give up today you're going to see a significant gain in the time to come it can be in your relationship it can be in your finances it can be you know in any area of your life that you've been asking god for a breakthrough for but choosing to see those things involves choosing to lose something even today that really spoke to me and i pray that it spoke to you as well i want you to remember this it doesn't matter what you're going through and where you're at our heavenly father is always with you i want to say this if you need prayer or you want to reach out to us send us an email or DM us on Instagram. You know, let us know if we can serve you in any way. Just a reminder, don't forget to subscribe so that you can tune in with us again and I'm really hoping to see you next week.